What's today's episode about? Uh, we're gonna share some stories mm-hmm. about us being gay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our coming out stories and ex- experience and journey. Yes. We want to do this episode because it's going to help people who might still be struggling, struggling with it. or feel uh, ashamed of themselves or afraid or mm-hmm. they feel like they need to cannot be themselves. Mm. Um, and we hope that we can lend a voice to mm. this topic and give you some comfort mm. but also actionable advice of where to take yeah. this, how we can process this. Mm-hmm. So I think with that, I would like to invite everybody into this conversation to keep an open heart and open mind. Mm. And even if you're not gay, even if homosexuality is something that's never been on your mind, or better yet, if homosexuality is a topic that grosses you out and gives you a lot of discomfort, please hang out with us and hear us out and pour yourself a cup of tea, sit back, (laughs) you know, and watch the drama unfold. Hi guys Hi guys It is the Lovegram segment Yes, where we randomly pick one or two of your messages that you send us uh, And we want to share it with all of you This one is from Yan Xi mm. Hi Daniel, Lim and Rebecca Toh <laughs> 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 I had the time to listen to the podcast And I really want to commend both of you for being so authentic and genuine with your experiences It really speaks to me and I hope that through these low points um, new positive experiences will replace and it's when you know how to live fulfillingly who matters and what matters most. Mm. <laughs> okay. Um, then bracket your well-being. Thank you both for your courage. This is my favourite episode so far. Wow. I don't thank know you, which episode this is, but yeah. Thank you. Okay, this one is from uh, T Mian Mian. Um, she said, Just chance upon the Lito podcast and I can't stop listening to it. Very inspiring chats. I love it that it is so casual and lighthearted. Keep up the good work. And then I asked, oh, thank you. Did someone introduce it to you? Mm. Uh, glad you are enjoying it. I'll let Rebecca know. Then she said, I saw someone recommending it on Dairy. It's an oh. app where people block, you know, and they write entries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Somewhere over the rainbow. Baby, I was born this way. Baby, I was born this way. I'm on the right track, baby. I was born this way. You know when I first heard the Lady Gaga song, right? At the end, she said, "I'm born this way. I was born this way. Hey, I was born this way. Hey, right." At the uh-huh, ending, right? Uh-huh. I I thought she was saying, "I was boneless with hay." <laughs> I was boneless with hay. I'm like, "What is I'm boneless with hay?" What the shit? Yeah. Hey, can I tell you something? I never heard of this song before. Born this way. Yeah. It is like the biggest gay anthem ever. Is it? You know, before this song came out, right? It came with a huge big budgeted music video uh-huh. before it came out there was a lot of pre-publicity like this is the song this is going oh. to be the epic song and then there were a lot of gay icons including Elton John Elton John said that he heard the song before it was being uh, released right commercially mm-hmm. and he says this is the definitive song oh. this is going to be even bigger than I will survive this is going to be the gay anthem for the millennials oh. yeah so, and you have never heard it I guess I'm not gay enough. Oh my goodness. I've never heard it. Somewhere over the rainbow. This one I heard before. <laughs> so, so today we have a wow. Wow, wow, wow. wow. Which okay. I wouldn't even say this is like a heavy topic. 
Yeah, I mean, you guys click on uh, today's podcast and saw a title, right? Yeah, what do you think do it was about? Do you know about? what uh, we're going to talk yeah. about? The topic is called Rainbows and Unicorns. Yeah. And uh, I thought of many iterations of the topic uh, title and I mm. thought this is the one that is... Um, Not so serious. Fun, like. bubblegummy, mm. um, optimistic, hopeful, elevating, <laughs> um, adventurous, exciting, All right. a- and a bit of an intrigue for people. Yeah. No lap. Hello, I got intrigued. Huh? The moment you see the title, you know. Rainbows and unicorns can be about like life is good. Oh. Right? Rainbows and unicorns. The the you know life Rainbow, is Rainbow, ah, the first thing that you think about. Rainbow. Yeah. Um yeah, colorful. Oh. Life is very mm. colorful. <laughs> life is full of possibilities. You you know, after the storm. Yeah. So we're still beating around the bush. <laughs> What is this topic about? What is today's episode about? Uh, we're going to share some stories mm-hmm. about um, us being gay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our coming out stories and ex- experience and journey. Yes. Mm. And then we're going to talk about, uh, how should I put it? Sexuality. Huh? We're going to talk about sexuality. sexuality yes. Yeah. The reason why uh, is because, you know, uh, some time ago, I was asking crowdsourcing, like what, what our listeners wants to listen to mm. us talk about. So there were re- uh, listeners who actually wrote in and say, would you guys be willing mm. to talk about sexuality? Yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. Like, almost, why would anyone... Yeah, it almost feels like it's... Uh, I wouldn't say cry for help, but mm. it almost feels like someone needs a bit of perspective mm-hmm. and um, advice around mm. this topic which can be very taboo to some people mm. but not to me la. to me I'm like no I can talk about anything really like I yeah. think we should talk about and when I saw that topic I threw it to Rebecca yeah. and I say yes we when, totally when we are ready we should totally do this towards like later as a cornerstone yeah. heavy episode heavy not as in it's like the the uh, emotional management toxic relationship yeah, no, kind no, 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 but no. as in it is an important topic mm. um, and it's got gravitas and we want to handle this topic mm. uh, seriously Mm. Um, with a lot of care and heart. Yep. Mm. And yeah, like you said, there are no taboo topics no, for us. No, we, we are an talk open about book. That's the point of a podcast. Yeah. Mm. I mean, we want to swear. We want yes, to, we want to be we, ourselves fully. Yeah, we want to be out of the closet. Yeah, you know, because, whatever we want. Because what is the other option? What is the other option? The opposite of this is mm. you be somebody you are not. Mm. And that is and not terrible. a sustainable way. Yeah. 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 So mm. I love I love how like the direction that the world is going in nowadays. Mm. You know, like I'm very lucky. We are very lucky to be living in this kind of Such time. times. Yeah, things mm. are opening up. I mean, like, come on, like pink dot. Yes. Seriously, 10 years ago, right? Mm. The idea of Pink Dot was just unthinkable. Yes. But now it's like a big thing. Mm-hmm. So many people come out and support. Mm. Yeah. I guess as people um, travel more, read more, mm. uh, are more educated, you know, they're more exposed to different concepts yeah. and people and tribes and cultures. <laughs> and basically, I think the entire humanity, mm. uh, the idea of humanity and love, the concept of love, the concept of equality, the concept of tolerance mm-hmm. and embracing yep. differences. Yep. That is something that um, I feel that resistance is futile. Yeah, for, exactly. for, for our friends who um, 
you know, I've got some friends who wear the gay badge like really proudly and mm. they go to pride events and they wave the flags and whatever. I'm mm. not that kind. Yeah. I'm not the shout on the top of the roof say, I'm gay, all of you must gay, all of you must love us <laughs> must, gays. You must gay. Yeah, you must like gay as you, a verb, you know. You you mentioned that sometimes you even forget that you're gay, right? I forget about that because mm. it is not a definitive thing of me. I don't make it a thing. Yeah. But it was big when I was growing up and wrapping my mind around this concept when mm. I was trying to work and um, you know, um be at peace with my identity yeah, that was yeah. a huge piece mm. but after I've done all that work and processing it now is a is non-issue <laughs> it is a non-issue and I don't even feel like I need to talk about it mm. because it's not definitive thing yeah right so I, I feel like we want to do this episode because it's going to help people who might still be struggling, struggling or feel uh, ashamed of themselves or afraid or mm-hmm. that they feel like they need to cannot be themselves mm. um, and we, we hope that we can lend a voice to mm. um, this topic and give you some comfort, mm. but also actionable advice of where to take yeah. this, how we can process this. Mm. And the first part of today's episode is we're just going to share about our experiences mm-hmm. of being gay, how we came out, mm. how we handled it, what are the challenges that we felt, what are the d- demons that we have to face. Mm. Then the later part is I'm going to give you some tips about managing this. Yeah. So we are very, very excited. So I think this episode is not for the gay people only. Yes, right? it's, it's not. It's also uh? for people who are not gay. It is not, yes. Who want to get a glimpse, I guess, yes. into... Yeah. Yes. So when we were prepping for this episode, I told Rebecca, I said, we don't want this to be um, just a purely, a pure episode about gayness. Gay and gathering. Gay come, come on the gay yeah. people. Because the whole idea is that, again, in the spirit of that event, uh, of the episode, and the concept and the topic that we're talking about is about including people. Yeah. Right? If just like we want to include um, gay people and embrace gayness and whatever, homosexuality and differences, mm. we want to also include other people who are straight Mm-mm. and who don't have to struggle with this homosexuality thing mm. into the equation. Yeah. Because they are the other part of the equation, yeah. right? And I think it's chicken and egg. As the whole world starts to be able to accept um, gay people, mm. then the gay people will feel less... Um, uncomfortable mm. or afraid they will mm. start to be able to live their life fully mm. and then the day will come when it becomes a non-issue yes you know like yes. just now you said right like yeah. it becomes something that like if two women get married it, it's not a thing yes like when it's still a thing then it means that yes um, society has still has a lot a of stigma yeah yeah and a lot of discomfort or awkwardness around it yeah um, just like when a straight guy marries a straight girl it is nothing that we think about I mean we don't really think we celebrate it you know so hopefully one day when two guys or two girls get married we it's can nothing it's nothing <laughs> it's like that it's like we celebrate it in, in, instead of going like ew what did yeah. they do behind closed doors you yeah. know oh ex, you know mm. that kind of thing so I guess for to my friends who are impatient I will tell them resistance is futile but we do need time to get progress this is yes. not an agenda that we can force down people's throat Mm-mm-mm. so I think with that I would like to invite everybody into this conversation to keep an open heart and open mind mm. and even if you're not gay even you have no gay friends even if homosexuality is something that's never been on your mind or better yet if homosexuality is a topic that grosses you out and gives you a lot of discomfort please hang out with us and hear us out and maybe you can just open your heart to a different perspective you don't have to agree with us but just acknowledge and understand that polarities can exist Mm. Uh, nobody has to be right or wrong this is not a right or wrong thing this is like this is a fact of life this Mm. is something that exists do you want to uh, accept it Mm. in your life and be at peace with it and what is your role that you can play Mm. to advance this topic 
and to bring progression to humanity. This is the role I would like to invite you to um, pour yourself a cup of tea, sit back, <laughs> you know, and watch the drama unfold. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, gay people have a lot of drama, right? Yeah. That's a stereotype, huh? Yeah. So I, I'm very, very excited because this is a very personable topic, mm. a, a personal topic. I have a lot to share. Mm. Uh, and I haven't really talk because it's such a non-definitive thing of myself i don't really talk about this as a topic yeah yeah so this is a wonderful opportunity yeah. for me to deep dive and say everything i want to say about being gay and coming out oh my god i, I love it <laughs> yay are you guys excited yeah <laughs> so rainbows are huh? and unicorns are huh? confetti yes confetti like it's a fact of life right yes. actually like that some people are gay mm. as a kid actually it has always been a fact of life to me mm. that means i have never struggled with like self-acceptance mm. like ever since the moment when i first felt attracted to the same gender mm. I thought it was the most normal thing in the world. Mm. Yeah, even when I went to secondary school, I was in a mixed school. Mm. So like, it, it wasn't, it was normal to have like, like boy girl, BGR, right, they call mm. it. Yeah. And mm. I never was into that. Like, mm. Yeah, but even then, like all my friends were, were all straight and I never felt weird. You know, mm. yeah, I never- You are very lucky. In fact, I feel that it, for those people who feel they're gay, they, it's natural for them. It, mm. They only feel out of their body and unnatural because they know what the world thinks of them. Mm -mm -mm. So that's where the dissonance appears. When you don't feel accepted, right? By yes. Other people. But, but, but if you don't care about the world and let's just put themselves, yeah. those people away from the equation, when you just tune into yourself, it all feels very natural to yeah. us. <laughs> the unnaturalness only comes because we know what the world thinks. Yeah. And when Correct. people don't think it's normal, that's when we start to feel that dissonance and that's mm. where the struggle lies. But to us, it's always been natural. Mm. And I also want to bring out this interesting conversation I have with Tanya Chua, the yeah. singer. Mm -hmm. uh, she, we went to school together, so we we're friends. So there was once she came back... This was when we were much younger. Yeah. Um, obviously, I haven't come out to my mom yet, mm. uh, but I'm kind of okay with whoever I am, being whoever I am. But when we sat down over coffee, she just asked me point blank. She said, yeah. hey, Dan, can I ask you a question? Uh? Are you gay? <laughs> you know, so it was like yeah. a very, um, she wasn't even like skirting around. She, it mm -hmm. just, she just asked it as if it was like, she just wanted to know. Mm -hmm. So I said, yeah. I said, um, I said, why are you ask me this question? She said, oh no, I just wanted to confirm. So I said, are you surprised? Then she said this, uh, which mm. was so empowering for me and so comforting to hear. She said, no lah, I think since we were in school, in primary school, I already thought that you were different from others and right. that's so cool. Uh, just then, it, it, this is you. Mm. You know, actually it'd be very interesting if you told me you were straight. <laughs> You know, she told me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to point this out because I think for us, it always feels natural. Uh, and maybe for some people, they see it right from day one. Mm -hmm. It's not something that we chose to do mm. or we must be crazy to choose this kind of lifestyle, right? Your law, why would, why would we? Like those people who it. actually, I really have to laugh when people say, oh, this is a lifestyle choice. You know, Your you law. chose to be that. Oh, you know, you they have a terrible lifestyle. Okay, firstly, <laughs> I don't know what a gay lifestyle is. I don't have a gay lifestyle. My lifestyle is very similar to yours. Yeah. You know, I also go to NTUC. <laughs> I also eat mipokta. I don't know what lifestyle you're talking about. Okay. Or like multiple orgies. That yeah. kind of thing, if uh. you're talking about property, Promiscuity and multiple orgies. I don't do that kind of stuff also. <laughs> There's nothing wrong. And yeah. I think straight people indulge in that kind of stuff as well. Mm -hmm. So don't you go around telling straight people, telling gay people, oh, you have a gay lifestyle. There is no difference. It's human lifestyle. It's just human lifestyle. Okay, there's no gay lifestyle. And even if there 
there was a lifestyle that we choose, we must be men mm. to choose to be gay when the whole world frowns upon us. And in some countries, we get stoned to death. Yeah, you think, exactly. You know, crazy. Yeah. Before you actually put out a concept or a hypothesis, please understand how ridiculous that sounds. Sorry, uh, I'm on a soapbox now. Yeah, yeah. I'm so, wow, I'm so passionate about this. I never knew you were this passionate about this. Okay, but... hey, talking about facts, uh, uh. I have this interesting fact that I want to share. Okay. okay. So interesting. Do you know how many species there are, animal species, where mm. you can find homosexuality in? How many? You can find homosexuality in over 500 species. Wow. Okay? But homophobia is only found in one. <laughs> <laughs> True. Fact. Yep. Okay? Mm. So please go and tian tao. You know people who, who bash this like gay thing, right? Mm. And then they say it's not natural. Because God created men and women and men and women have their respective sexual organs, right? Mm -hmm. And they procreate, right? And mm. only men and women can have babies together and it's natural. But that's if you think that procreation is natural. Yeah, exactly. And right? the thing is, if gay sex were not natural, why would it happen? Like everything, everything that is happens natural. in nature Correct. is natural. Correct. <laughs> it's not, death, you don't set what is natural. Death is natural. Yeah. Right? Like if, if something occurs in nature, it's natural. Yes, if it's, it's not there. natural, it will not happen. It will never even exist. It will not even exist. Correct. Exactly. It's part of nature. It's just whether it's a minority or majority or the ratio. But whether it's a minority doesn't mean that it's not natural. Mm. Okay? And really, if you look at the number of people who are gay now, if we all... <laughs> if we all stand up, how do you know actually we are that of a minority? Maybe we're not that minority, you know? Uh, yeah. Right? Maybe a lot of, maybe it's the majority. <laughs> <laughs> right? If we all stand up and then you realize that the straight people are well, minority. You might be pretty surprised. You might be very surprised. Really? The numbers are actually bigger. I think it's very, very likely. I mean, sexuality is, uh, what do you call it? It's fluid, ma. It's right? fluid. It's a spectrum. You might be very surprised that yes. somebody that you know, maybe your uncle Correct. is gay. Correct. You know, or, or he got married because, you know, yes. he, can't, he can't be gay. He yes. Can't. I have a lot to say about that. Yeah. Living a double life. You know, yep. when I was about 18, mm. I went for a camp at, mm. you know, Changi Village, right? Mm. You know, Changi Village, they have a lot of um, uh, people soliciting for sex, right? Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. yeah. The that? trans people the also, trans people. yes, at night, yes. And then I remember I was there and then I saw it happening. And then when I looked into the cars, right, they were all men. Yes. Right? It's like, wow, 20, 30 cars. Yeah, and Shop, they shopping, will, they're out shopping. They will sit in the cars yes. and then the trans will come, right? Yes. And then I remember thinking to myself, it can't be that all these people are gay mm. and are single mm. and are out. Mm. There must be quite a few of them who are married. Yeah, and they're eating at the side, like, on the side. Yeah, yeah, and their wives and mm. their families have no idea. Yes, they are. I can tell you, a few <laughs> yeah. of these men hit on me oh, when it? I was young. Yes, before the days of Tinder and Grinder. Wow. Yeah, so um, mm. they approached so, me. So they wanted to uh, hang out with me and stuff. Me how do you know um, that they are married? Because we talk about... Um, they, they, they're very funny, you know, they, when they... It's typical, uh, so when they hang out with you, they will not wear the wedding ring kind uh -huh. of thing. So you actually, as you like date for a while, you will actually ask them about their life and stuff, what they do and mm. whatever. Then you realize they can only meet you at the godsend hours, uh. very weird hours. 
then you put one and one together long, then you realize, oh, they have got daughters. And some of them are actually honest. Some of them mm. are honest and they will say- To their families? They, no, huh? to me. Oh, like to they will you. say, you know, um, oh, I cannot be in a long-term relationship with you because I'm already married mm. and I've got wife, but we have no love. Oh dear. Um, we are actually quite miserable. Right. But uh, yeah, so, you know, I oh, um, no. wasn't very sure about my sexuality. And these are older men and, you know, like- like during that time, their times is very, very difficult, very difficult yeah. because there's really a lot of stigma mm. and there are a lot of societal pressures, you know. So I think no judgment on them. No, the thing no. Is, but the whole idea tough, is that life tough. is tough, mm. right? That they will have to be... So the thing is, right? So this yeah. is basically that the steam needs to be let off. <laughs> so this is what's yeah. natural. You know, yeah, exactly. Yes. You know, I always think, right, what if I was born in like the 17th century mm. or like, you know, in the Gu Zhuangxi, that kind mm. you know like but at the time they already have what homosexuality yeah but God. it was so difficult right Correct. like if you were gonna be married off to some guy in your village mm. like what would I do because mm. I can't live like a life that is not mine man. it's unthinkable yeah I can't yeah. imagine that yeah I think 50 years down the road 100 years down the road our descendants will look back at this time and say oh my god like it was so backward, backward. They were so unevolved. Mm. They actually would stone gaze to death or there was stigma <laughs> or they would laugh at them yeah. and they would think that it is unnatural. Yeah. This is about, this is like uh, similar to thinking that the world is flat. Yeah. Kind of thing, you know. Mm. The Once you open up your mind and you start mm. to accept. Or women, women being incompetent. Yeah. Right? Or like or, they have to stay at home or, or there's no voting rights. Yeah. You correct. know, or they should earn less than men. Yeah. You know, this So it's just a things. matter of time. It's a matter of time. Before you realise that your gay neighbour is exactly the same yes. as you. Yes. So I I think this conversation, the progress that we feel um, that, that we're going to experience is going to take drop by drop like the water. Mm-hmm. We cannot be too impatient. Yeah. Um, and you must advance this uh, topic when other people are ready as well. Mm. So I don't believe in shoving it down people's throats. Yeah. Um, and, but I have to make sure that I clean up my own thoughts about myself. Mm. I can accept myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I did a lot of that work when I was young, when I was coming out to myself. So you came out, how do you come out to yourself? Wow, are y'all ready? Uh? My story is very, very interesting. Uh? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> wow, where do I begin? Okay, so I'm uh, really a late bloomer. Mm. Um, I was like a bookworm, very, very busy with school activities. Okay. Um, in terms of uh, sexual experience, I was like very inexperienced. Like, nothing when I'm a typical goody two shoes kind of. Don't so think about like, sex. You didn't like girls I when did, you were in primary did, school? Uh, I did like girls in primary school, secondary school, even JC. But you didn't like boys in primary school? Um, I didn't like boys in primary school. Um, I remember having a heavy crush on one of my daddy's friend who was an uncle who was very good with so me. I had weird. a crush when I was uh, younger, but I really liked, liked him. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it was anything sexual. Yeah. Um, it was more like I really liked that person. Okay. Okay. So that was the first male I really, really liked when mm. I was a kid. But in primary school, no. Secondary school, uh, there was a guy... Um, I cannot say his name. He might be listening to the podcast. But there's this guy who was very into me when I was 14 years old. Mm. And he was one of the uh, prominent... We were in a Chinese high school. So all boys, right? Uh. So he was very into me. Really liked me. He's, did he call by to you? He did. Oh. So he actually... Um, that time we have this verb called lemon. Uh. So instead of I love you or I like you, if it's the same gender, they uh. say I lemon you. <laughs> so what he did was he... So sweet, you know. Mm. This was before internet and everything, right? So he wrote a very nice card, put it in a lemony yellow yeah. <laughs> envelope. So the whole card was lemon. Uh-huh. So inside the little uh, uh, 
slips of paper were also yellow in colour. Mm. So he wrote, he actually brought the whole card to my place and put it in my P.O. box and that oh, was a cow so pie. Sweet. So when you open up the card, uh, you read, then it says, I lemon you at the end. Like. He says mm. a lot of things. Like, at the end, it's I lemon you. Mm. So for me, right, he's he's very good looking. He's um, very sporty, very talented. The grades were even better than me. A very super nice guy. Mm. Um, and then I, when I saw that, I wanted to puke. Like, uh-huh. I, I suddenly remembered how close we were like in school. Uh. Like how he can be quite touchy with me, but not the touch the private parts kind. Like, it's not like, <laughs> it's like just being like very loving. Like uh. we will hug and then he will like pat my head. That kind. Uh. And sometimes he will come up to me and say, oh, what shampoo are you? How come you smell so nice? It's a very sweet, innocent kind. Uh. But then I wanted to throw up because I saw, oh my God, how come I be a bi, right? Uh. Then so what you I thought did, that... And I handled it. it very, I handled it very poorly. Mm. So what I did was I went back to school and I told some people about this. I said, oh, "Mom, I'm freaking out." He came to like let me, let me. Then after that, you know, the little boys right went around telling everybody oh, lemon. Shit. Then he became the lemon. <laughs> I'm so apologetic. So he became like outcast in school. He became the lemon, yeah. Goodness. And then shortly after, I don't know whether because he was so stressed, he actually grew a lump on the <gasps> neck. And then when he went to remove it in the hospital, they actually, everybody laughed at him and said he removed the lemon. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, he's married now. He's really straight. I think it was just a growing phase for him. Oh, but I wow. want to bring this up because it wasn't clear cut for me. Mm-hmm. Like, firstly, I think I was a late bloomer. Sexuality was not something that was on my mind. Mm. But even when it happened, it's also very jumble up the signals. When I was young, I was I really liked this uncle of my, like my dad's friend. Yeah. So there were snippets of that. But then when this friend of mine expressed his adoration for me I freaked out so, denial la. yeah you I don't denial. know it's just very mixed right mm. so I don't know I really don't know where I stand I mean if I was truly really attracted to him or like gay when he expressed to me I would be like delirious with joy and no I guess it just happens that you didn't like him actually I do like huh? you did, I do ah? yes I oh. do like him yeah so it's very weird this kind of thing I don't know how to explain I think I was just very confused Mm-mm. yeah then actually um, overwhelming I, yeah I re- actually liked a couple of girls before uh, uh, but what my kind ex- of like um, like, like I can really imagine. Like- yeah, I will imagine. I will exp- I will write them letters. I will express my love for them, and then I want to go and part talk. We will go on dates. We will go for movies. We will hold hands and stuff like so that. So you you thought of yourself as, as like a straight guy? Yes, and when I imagine, like I will imagine, like you know, um, being intimate with them, and I'm possible. It's possible. Mm. I will imagine like getting married and having kids. So I was like in this uh trajectory. Like it's very prim and proper, you know. So and then I because I had no ways to explore or be in touch with. Um, other options mm. so I don't think that I had this experience whereby I could compare whether I'm more straight or I'm more gay mm. yeah so anyway what happened was um, fast forward I think everything exploded when I was in uh, university two yeah university one was when I uh, knew my other half mm. um, then we were friends for about a year first mm. and then the second year that was when um, I think he expressed his feelings for me mm. And I didn't know how to manage so that. So you had the same emotion that you had when you were 14? Yes, it's the same thing again. Like once So you were stagnant for, from 14 until all the way yeah, to university? no sexual experiences, didn't see anybody. Were you with a girl? No, I wasn't. Um, the two girls that I liked, we did go out for a while, but then it didn't turn out well. Like the experiences, mm. I was quite hurt actually, mm. the way it went pear-shaped. Um, then I think I just didn't entertain the idea law right. anymore. Law. Mm. Uh, and I was just 
very devoted and committed to my schoolwork and school activities. So not into relationships? No, and I had a lot of friends. So I was really just happy with that. Mm. And I wasn't too bothered about um, whether I'm gay or not. I, I Just very late bloomer. La. Yeah. Very confused. La. <laughs> Didn't really, really think that that's something that I got to... Uh, that kind of thing you know mm. it wasn't a big issue to me yeah because I have my passions elsewhere and other mm. things are keeping me very occupied mm. but then of course when my other half my current other half expressed his feelings for me that was when I was like whoa and I freaked out big time because I remember I entertained the idea of taking things deeper mm. and further mm. and I, I won that and that was when I really freaked out. And that was the point where I had to um, answer a lot of my own questions. Mm-mm. Like, what's wrong with me? Mm. Oh my God, this is gross. Oh my God, this is wrong. This is morally wrong. I'll you go- didn't have any gay friends? I didn't. Mm. I did. I'll tell you how funny it was. Huh? Yeah. So this was my time, uh, not your time. Uh. Yeah. This is, I was born in 1975, okay, people? Yeah. yeah. So, so what I did was I had no resources to go to. There was no internet, nothing, yeah. right? So, I mean, internet just started, but there was no resources. And everything censorship, ma, Singapore. Everything is censored, ma. No, no pornography, no nothing. We don't know, ma. We are very mm. asexual people, ma, Singapore. Mm. Singaporeans don't have sex, one, ma. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Like, we're not, we don't have sex, but then we have babies, la. You know, we hold hands, then the babies come out kind. You know, that's the era that we live in. It's just ridiculous, right? Yeah. So, and then my, my uh, I don't have a father figure. My dad is not in my life. Single parent family. My mom, my family, I'm all very conservative, traditional mm. family. Nothing, nobody to talk to. Yeah. Right? So I have to figure everything out by myself. So I ask a lot of questions like, will I go to hell when I die? Is this a sin? Mm. A cardinal sin? Uh, um, am I sick? Is this something? Is this a disease? Is this a passing phase? Um, if I were to do this, will I ever be honest with the people I love who are mm. dear to me? Will I able to uh, tell them that I'm gay? What if they don't accept me? The typical questions, yeah. la, right? Except uh, I had no help, uh, no mm. hotline, no so nothing. So you didn't talk to your best friends about this? No super scared and closeted right and had mm. to deal with all this myself and I remember I was um, top of the school when I was in year one you know I yeah. was in Dean's Lisa mm. so when this thing happened year two uh, I had an identity crisis mm. so I, I was so fucked up literally I was so sucked into this trying to get to the bottom of my identity thing that I, squ- I, I skipped school okay. I totally skipped school and I went into depression eh. voila I went into depression Mm. because I couldn't accept myself, Mm -mm. but I don't know what other way there is. It's a case of getting to the point where I can accept myself. So I had to do a lot of work because I don't think I will ever be happy not accepting myself. So Mm. for me, it's always about what should I do to get to the other side, which Mm, is when mm, I'm mm. at peace with myself. Mm. And I told myself, I can only be at peace if I can get answers to all these questions that I just previously mentioned. Mm, mm. Like all this, like how do I accept myself? Am I, uh, am I, is it, is it a cardinal scene? Will I ever be, be loved for who I am? Mm. Will I go to hell? All this. So I listed all these questions down and I tried to answer them one by one. Okay. And the way I did this was like, it was my paper for the semester like that. I didn't go to school. (laughs) But I treated this identity... typical Daniel. Yeah, this became my homework for that semester. Uh. That's another whole story. uh. I didn't do all the tutorials and the lectures and the papers. uh. The examination bureau wanted to fail me. I almost couldn't um, move on to the next year. They wanted to fail me, but that's another different story. Mm. But I didn't go to school. I cooped up at home. 
uh, I was staying alone in this one room flat that my mom rented. But my mom didn't stay Where there. She stayed mom? with my grandmother and my oh. So I was alone and I would live a double life. I would go back for meals and pretend that I was all right and okay. Mm. But actually in the day and at night, I was miserable and depressed. Mm. Your friends then? Did, did I didn't they ask you no, like hey, no. what happened to Daniel? I, I, I was very melodramatic. I left uh, <laughs> very interesting poems on my answering machine. Uh-huh. And then I would be crying and reading <laughs> a poem and people would call me and I would disappear from school. And all this happened without me telling Tim, you know. I didn't tell Tim that I was suffering. Mm, your other half. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't share that because I felt like this was my work. Mm. I have to come to terms by myself. So how do you finally come to terms with it? I did a lot of funny things. Huh? Mm. I tried to read. Mm. I tried to answer myself uh, these questions from my heart. I really did a lot of soul searching and reflection. Mm. Like, for example, like a question like, can I ever be honest with people for who I am? Mm. Okay, these are questions you really got to answer. Like, mm. so if I am not honest with myself and I force myself to be straight, then of course it leads to other questions. Can I force myself to be straight? Mm. Then of course it leads to, is being gay or straight a natural thing? Wrong. Is yeah. this really a choice? Can I choose? Did I really choose it? In all these questions, I really deep dive. And it was not something that I could answer overnight. Mm. It was something that I had to ask over and over and over again. Mm. But I started with these questions. So I remembered, fast forward, amidst all this soul searching, I was looking for a solution. Ma. Mm. I was looking for for someone to set me free. Ma. Mm. I was looking for a cure. Yeah. I thought that if there was a magic wand, if someone, if I could just wave this magic wand and turn myself straight, then all these problems will go away. Yeah. Because I was suffering. Mm. So one day, lo and behold, I was walking along Dubigod MRT station. Uh-huh. You know, there's a church, the human curry yeah. church, right? Yeah. So I was like walking, it was next to YMCA. So uh-huh. I walked past it and I kid you not, okay, on the fence uh, was this big banner and it says in block letters, homosexuality is a sin. Goodness. God can cure you. <laughs> Those were the words. I had to rub my eyes, you know. I had to rub my eyes and see like, mm. wow. Then here is the f- even freakier thing. Mm. When I look at when this um, uh, workshop seminar sermon was, right? I look at the timing. It was the exact timing I was there outside the church. Oh that means God. right now and then, if I go into the church, that is happening. So I went, yes. Oh, your life is so dramatic. Dramatic, right? Yeah. I was like, you already say gays are very drama, ma. Yeah. So I was like, yes, this is the universe giving Speaking me, to me. Yeah. salvation. Literally the God. I said, God, I'm ready to receive you. God mm, help God me. is going to save you. God cure me of my misery. <laughs> I'm like, this is the answer because I thought I prayed for it, right? Yeah. But the thing is, I wasn't a Christian or Catholic or anything. I, I'm just a very open-hearted person mm. and I was so willing to be cured at that point in time. So when I saw that, I was like, yes, my answer is inside the church. So I walked in. I went in, uh, sat towards the three-quarter of the room there. Yeah. There were a few xiaomaos, digi xiaomao. Then there was the pastor. He was like giving a so speech. So people like you lah. People like me and all looking very awkward out of place and shy yeah. and scared. It's almost like they wanted to wear a mask or put yeah. a plastic bag over their face kind. So very I brave really actually brave. to actually go in. Very brave, yeah. very brave. But I think everyone there was suffering. Yeah, yeah, was yeah. in a lot of pain. Mm. So, so we sad. wanted a fix, right? Please fix me ba. Shena, fix me ba. Jiu, jiu yeah. Mm. So I went in there, listened to the pastor. So he was preaching. La. He was sharing his life story. Mm. And I was so ready to listen. <laughs> so he was talking about how he used to be gay. Mm. And how he was cured by God. Okay. And how now he has um, cured his homosexuality. And he is straight now. He is normal. And he has normal life. And that he can marry. He can marry and have two 
uh, daughters, two kids, mm. right? And therefore, he is straight now. And all the time, it was so strange because when I look at him talk on the stage, I was I didn't even buy one. <laughs> well, he's still very broken wrist. One, bit, yeah, he was a broken wrist, and you know, big camp, and you know, like I, I so don't he know. talks like that. Yes, like like the, like the like, holy way power come out. I have two kids like, now. Yeah, I've got two kids now, and I'm like, oh, no. then I <laughs> I look at him, and I was not convinced. Well. Did I make a judgment at that time? I did. Mm. I mean, honestly, I was like, yeah, broken wristed equals gay. But I think that's shallow. Yeah. But the thing was, if you ask me, of course, I prom- I asked him some questions, right? I was uh, not an easy student. I always qualify and I ask questions. Mm. And in the way you answer, I will get the answer between the lines, mm. right? So I asked him, I said that, oh, so God, uh, it, it cured you, God cured you. I said, how did that happen? Like, you know, did you do a lot of praying? And I said that, do you not even feel any attraction towards uh, uh, people of the same sex now? Mm. When you walk on the street, do you still see guys that are hot and attractive and you don't think about being with them? It doesn't even move you in any way. It doesn't move you molecularly in any way. So I asked questions like that. And he, he didn't like it. Mm. And his answers were very patronizing. Mm-hmm. And he just said that, you know, no, I think this is this is a, a this is a challenge, this is practice for me. I don't look at these people anymore. And then I said, Well, but this is this is skirting around the issue, isn't it? This is just pretending and pussyfooting around the issue and just cutting away all these things. If you're not exposed, you have no choice, right? Mm. So there's no real risk. And then I said, but again, I said that you are saying you're cured because what? The evidence is that you married, you have sex with a woman, your wife, and you're able to have two mm-hmm. daughters. Is that your proof that you're, you're straight? Mm-hmm. But, but I deep said, in your heart. Yeah, I said you can, have, you can be gay and, or you can be straight without having sex. Yeah. This is your sexual preference that we're talking about. Mm. It's, not, it's got nothing to do with an act. Mm. Is that who, which gender are you attracted to? Mm. This is what we're talking about, yeah. right? So I said, yeah, all this evidence can be um, evidence that actually to other people and to yourself, if you're not honest with yourself, you're just projecting to the world and to yourself that mm. you are straight. You are taking that as evidence. But I can actually take that evidence and tell you that this is evidence that you are not straight mm. because mm. you are miserable. Mm. So the act of being able to have sex with a woman and have two kids, that doesn't prove you straight. Yeah. That is not the evidence. So of course I went in and I challenged him like that, lah. You know, mm. me being that cocky 21, 22 year old boy, you know, mm. I asked like that. He didn't like it. Yeah. And nobody else asked questions like me. <laughs> so what I did was um he was very patronizing. He wasn't convincing at all. He didn't know how to handle me and he came up with very poor answers. And then I realized that I didn't get cured. Mm. I didn't get the liberation and the fix that I wanted going to the church. Mm. So I was disappointed at first mm. because I wasn't fixed. Okay. But then I realized, oh, I wasn't I didn't get the quick fix that I wanted. That you were hoping for. But I got a fix. Mm. Because that was God's miraculous way of telling me, then you do not need fixing. Mm. And this is not the way to fix it. Mm. So yes, I felt like this wasn't God letting me down. Yeah. Or the universe um, uh, shortchanging me or God doesn't work. I think God works in mysterious ways. God gave me a Trojan horse. Mm. God put on the fence and said homosexuality is sin. God can cure you, right? Mm. So lured me into the church because that's what I need. And he let you see what it looks like to be cured. Yeah, what I think I need, Mm. right? But then gave me what I really need needed so lured me in with what i wanted at that point in time but Mm. at the end ultimately delivered what i needed Mm. which was after all this then the answer is not in the the cure from me 
Mm. You don't need any fixing. Mm. This is not the way. Mm. So then I realized, oh, this is not a problem because I don't want to live life in an inauthentic manner. Like the pastor. Yes, that was yeah. proof that life can be very miserable. Mm. And it's not only you, you know, you're pulling other people into the waters with you, your wife, your two kids. Mm. You and, know, all other the, and all the other boys who went into the church. Yes, and I, realized, him. and I realized that he was drawing strength for mm. himself from the people that he's trying to convert. Mm. So it's a case of, if I can't have what I want, let me try and teach you guys how not to have what I want. So yeah. let's all be in this river of misery together. And that's how we cure homosexuality. Mm. I didn't want to have any part of that. Mm. So that was my story. Uh, one of the stories about how I process, la, you mm. know, growing up. And then mm. of course I went on and then after half a year, I sorted every single question out by myself. Huh? Uh-huh. I didn't. Huh? And then you accepted yourself. I accepted myself full heartedly. And <laughs> I go like, oh, I'm gay. I'm okay. I'm peace. Peace out. That's done. That's <laughs> so you, done. you never question yourself. Ever again. again. Really? Yeah, that's it. All my work is done in that half a year. You I never wasn't. liked another girl again. No, <laughs> no. That's wow. it. I, I I made the decision. I committed to it. Never looked back. Mm. But I was it an easy process? No, I did a lot of work. Okay. But once that is done, I'm at peace, and that's it. And I don't I don't think about it anymore. Uh. I, I don't define myself whether I'm gay or not. Well, that was quite epic, huh? Yes. <laughs> wow. Okay. What about so you? You took a long time. Wan Chou. Yes, no, your journey is like... Well, we need two parts, eh, this one. 38 yeah, minutes No, mine, mine is very, very short because you took a long time to, to come to terms with it eh, mm. and to come out to yourself. But for me, the, the first time I was attracted to someone, right? Mm. I it was a girl mm. and I totally accepted it. Mm. And I remember I was only seven. Wow! Yeah, quite surprising, right? Like mm. kids, right? But mm. I was only seven. Then I remember I liked this girl in my class very much. I remember she's called... Can say, yeah? She's called Valerie. Mm. Then she got short hair. Mm. And then I would go home, right? And I would lie on my bed and I would think about her, lah, like, mm. oh, you know, like, I don't know. You don't really think think of a lot, because yeah. you're seven, right? Yeah. You just think like, oh, you want to hang out with this person. You just really like this person. You don't know why you really mm. like this person. And that was the start. Mm. And then I was only attracted to girls. Actually, after that, um, in secondary school, I was attracted to a few boys, actually. Mm. Like, I got into this phase where I liked like the boy that I sat with, you mm. know. Uh, and then this boy from Hua Chong. Mm. But the, the degree is different. Mm. You know, like when you really like someone and when you like someone a little bit, mm. you know, there's a difference, right? That's your straight face, la, it's passing. <laughs> you know, some, <laughs> some people, people the gay face. face. Yeah, yours <laughs> is the straight face, is passing. Exactly. <laughs> like when I think of a guy that I like, right? Mm. Like maybe I admire the guy, but yeah, I can yeah, never yeah. imagine myself being intimate with him. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's very different. Or even like holding hands that Yeah, kind. or kissing. Cannot. Yeah, cannot. yeah, yeah. So oh, I Changing bodily fluids, yeah, no. ah. like seeing his pearl jam. Ah. Yeah, <laughs> freaking you out, right? Freaking you out. No way, yeah, man. No so way. So I'm very that. 
blessed in a way that Aww. I never had to struggle with it. Nice. When I was in secondary school, all my friends were straight. Mm. And then I would keep trying to come out to them. Mm. I keep trying to tell them I'm gay. Then they mm. don't believe me. Mm. Because they, they never had exposure to that kind of thing before. Mm. Like my clique of girls, right? Mm. So they just say, yeah, you're just going through a phase. Oh. So uh, yeah, that, it's very funny because I would tr- keep trying to tell them I'm gay, I'm gay, I'm gay, I'm mm. gay. You know, like you have to accept me mm. for who I am. Mine is very interesting. So after I process everything, oh, yeah, right? I remember you said something. Yeah, 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 I process everything. Then I think I very really high, right? Then, so after that, I went to my friends, uh, and then it's not I like proclaim lah. But then it, one day when we were seated down and then I started talking about, you know, how, you know, I'm gay and I process everything and, you know, I own it now. You thought you were so special, I right? thought I was so special, right? Then one lao, actually the whole gang, all of them are gay. Actually, they all are like very sexually active already at that age. What? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm still a virgin. You know, <laughs> like, what the heck? Wait, all of them are gay? Um... Some but a lot of them because look, we were in a drama we were in a drama you. society drama club did so they a lot about it? they didn't everything all under wraps so everyone individually gay because everybody keep quiet nobody dare to talk about it except uh, these boys are very tatan mm. they haven't even but they were actually having that kind of like sexual relationships and they were playing around already but for mm-hmm, me I mm-hmm. for me it's very funny for me I had to make sure that I come to terms with the identity then first you can start then I can go it. out and act on it you right. know my impulses or because it's all the mental hygiene it's, even when I was young I already wanted to make sure that I sort out my brain first before I do the action yeah, yeah, yeah. but these people they probably just let the hormones run among and yeah, then they yeah, just yeah. do it anyway I think most people are like that yeah but then they didn't talk about it whatever and then I thought all my friends were like these pure little angels and I'm the one that's most awakened and so progressive so end up you were the only virgin then I'm like wow CCB y'all you know already you know all so like that no? yeah then actually then they started because I rolled out the red carpet already and I was the first one to actually come out and tell them uh-huh. so then it made it easy for everybody else and as they started sharing I was like oh my god oh, I'm the least wow. experienced <laughs> I'm the latest bloomer. Actually, they were already havocking since oh the no when. Yes, that was hilarious. But then you have never been a havoc person. Me? Even after you came out, right? You were no. not havoc, right? Yeah, I'm not. Because your your partner now is still the same one. Yes, it's my first one. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Mm. That's crazy, eh? Mm. Must buy any, eh? Yeah. How many <laughs> years are? Since I'm 22. So 22 years already. Because gay men do have a sexual drive, right? Yes, you know yes. a lot of gay friends that yes. you have. You More know. prone to promiscuity. Yeah, or right? have open relationships, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. one one partner cannot satisfy them. Mm, yeah, mm, so, mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm proud of you. Yeah, so I'm in a like 22-year-old relationship. Wow. Yeah, and um, yeah, so that's been my, the struggling years, la. I think growing up, that was interesting. Um, and that's how I come to terms with it. Then um, the coming out was also very interesting to okay. my family. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I didn't feel like this was something that I needed to do. Yeah. I've already processed it and I felt like when the time is right, I will do it. Mm. How am I going to do it? I cannot engineer it. Mm-mm. I will just let nature take its course. So you you were not like dramatic about it. Like, oh, I have to tell my mother no. so she has to know the no. true me. No. I felt that part of my processing is that um, I felt that because my sexuality is not something that defines me, it is okay that they don't know that side of me. Mm-mm. Is it a good to have that they know? Mm-mm. Yes. Mm. But it should happen in a way that doesn't come at a cost to the relationship. Mm. So I don't want to force it down people's throat and tell them something that maybe it's not very nice for them mm. because of their own 
um, upbringing and then I say I'm gay but you got to love me anyway and then we kind of affect the relationship I would mm. rather not I would rather because it's not that important yep. like I was telling you during the prepping I was saying do you show your backside to the whole world <laughs> you don't right yeah. you, 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 you don't have there are some parts that you don't have to flesh the whole world right your personal private parts yeah. you don't so your sexuality is also a very private thing you mm-hmm. can choose not to tell the whole world and you can still be whoever yeah. you want mm. and whoever you are it doesn't subtract away from your being and your wholeness nobody has to know yeah so for me the opportunity presented itself in a beautiful way during my mom's 50th birthday okay so that night interesting uh my mom loves a good steak Mm. right so on her birthday she requested that we brought her out for a italian restaurant yeah so that time um uh, i brought her to michelangelo's at holland village i remember Mm. my brother was supposed to join us for dinner but Mm. my brother was doing ot so he was late yeah so in the end we started dinner uh just me and my mom did your brother know already my brother didn't know yet yeah didn't know no we didn't have that conversation Uh. yeah maybe they suspected they guessed they thought they are denial i didn't know did your partner hang out with them yeah yeah, i already introduced use my uh, team as a friend and Mm. we hang out he comes to my family and stuff like that Mm. so on on that on that birthday night I remember wow the dinner table was so beautiful they had like rose petals then Mm. it was just me and my mom we sat down then we had vino we had red wine so we sat down so we drank a bit Mm. or we were waiting for my brother yeah not me not me I I didn't even know what was coming okay yeah so we were drinking drinking then my mom started to get a bit high Mm. okay so she was loosened up a bit so she started talking about her love story (laughs) between her and my father okay so she said a lot of things that I've heard only heard for the first time that night Mm. so she's talking about love and this and that so of course my dad left us when I was 10 when my mom was 30, 31 Mm. so my mom is a living widow for many many years so that night my mom was asking me she said oh she said uh, I'm seeing someone she said, I'm seeing someone, but there's no sexual relationship. It's just for companionship. Yeah. We just go out for coffee sometimes and we just say liao ju. And, you know, uh, this guy also, the wife passed away. So I'm yeah. just enjoying the company. So I'm letting you know. So my mom was just sharing that bit with me. And I thought it was lovely. I yeah. like that my mom has a social life. And then at the end, she asked, mm. Like, do you think I'm a cheap woman? Mm-hmm. Do you think I'm a whore? She asked me that. And I was so shocked. And I was like, Mommy, why, would you, think why would you even do that? Because she was asking for approval and permission yeah. from me and my brother. She said, do you think it's, it's sad for me to do this? And I said, Mommy, are you seriously still waiting for daddy to appear and come out after like 20 over years? Yeah. He's gone. Mm. You know, I said, just let go and I'm happy. And I said, so then I said, if I'm so bothered about how people see me, I will have a miserable life. So I use myself as an example. Uh. So I inevitably laid the red carpet for my mom to ask that question. Uh, next, uh. La, the follow-up uh. question. So she has always been wanting to ask. Yeah, so she was waiting for the right moment. So as I said that, because I was saying, wow, if I want to see people, I'm very happy. I said, mommy, don't do that. Just live the life whatever fucking way you want, mommy. Go, I'm happy for you. You don't have to ask me for permission. But if you're asking me for permission, I'm telling you, hell yes, go for it. Mm. So I told that to my mom. And then my mom said, ah, oh, talking about this, huh? Mommy, you have a question. Mommy has a question for you. Then I was like, mm, what? So it can be anything. At first, I didn't see it coming. Uh. Then after that, she said, but you have to be honest with me. Huh? Mm. I want you to be honest with me. And then I was like, oh, it's coming. <laughs> I was like, this is the moment. And I was like, fuck. Okay. And totally not prepared. For yeah, it. totally not prepared. I'm like, what? This is her birthday. Oh, and it's her birthday some more. Like, shit. Then I told myself, 
it's not a case of whether I'm going to lie to her or not. It's a case of how am I going to say it? Mm. Because I've already processed and I've already said, if anybody asks me, the answer is always going to be a truthful answer. Mm. If Please, uh, if anybody asks you, the person is prepared. Uh, come on. Mm. So you must yeah, be Lord, free to right. actually tell a lie. Right. Uh, yeah. And you have only one chance mm. and you have to tell the truth. Mm. So it's not what I'm going to say, it's how am I going to say mm. it. So how do you say it? So, thinking, thinking, I'm freaking out, right? Oh, my phone rang. <laughs> okay, it was my brother. <laughs> so I'm like, why well, hang on, save me, save me. So I spoke to my brother. My brother was telling us that he has to do OT and he cannot join us. Oh, I was like, shit. fuck, nobody to diffuse the conversation. So I tried to be, stay on the phone with my brother for as long as possible <laughs> because I was multitasking uh, with thinking, the other side of the yeah. thinking, oh, how am I going to answer my mom? So after that, cannot lie, that was as long as I could drag. So I put down the phone and I told my mom, I said, Oh, Andy Jiang so hard, like join woman. My mom almost like, didn't bother about the fact that my brother couldn't join. She said, You wait. Wait, 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 I was like, Fuck. So I was like, Um, yeah, because you know, I've never practiced this, mm. right? To my mom, is a thing, and I don't know how to say in a way that doesn't sound gross. Yeah, so I just say, Um, because the word "同性恋" is, I don't know, it sounds not nice, mm. you know, "同性恋." It almost sounds like a disease. <laughs> and then, so I said, I don't want to say "同性恋." I don't want to come out and say it in a nice, beautiful, mellow way, you know, almost like poetic. <laughs> so I was very poetic, lor. <laughs> I saw, I said, I said, "Hmm, I'm not I said that. I said, "I'm not real." Then my mom, "Not real." Then what? I said, "That's just me. I'm not then I was like, what? How is it? Because in the Chinese language, lingo, in English is straight. straight ma. Um, so yeah, I literally okay. converted. My mom didn't understand. Mm. So I was like, what? What is this? What is this? You like a My mom asked me in a beautiful way. I was yeah. like, wow, that's a beautiful way of asking it. Yeah. So I said, oh, I said, I like women, I like guys. It became such a beautiful way to articulate it. So tell gang, right? Yeah, actually the, the topic can be are you ni shi zhi de hai zi wai de? Are you crooked? Yeah, 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 are you yeah, crooked? Yeah. So um, I think we need two parts, eh? Yeah, by the way. we might need two parts. Jiang bu wan wu shi ten zhong la. But I think this is meaty enough la, because mm. I still got to come come up with the tips. Um <laughs> yeah, so where was I? Where was I? Uh ah, so I told my mom, I said, Wapu Shi Huan. So I said that right. Then my mom after she heard that right, she like oh. froze mm. and then she had to like swallow. And then it's like this big stone that she had to slow, swallow through her throat, this big lump. Uh-huh. And then she had to do this huge breath, breath in. You know, like she... <laughs> then she had to take a moment, no? Then she had to process it, no? Then I'm like, oh shit, you know? Then she mm. gave that face, right? Then after that, she was like in that frozen margarita state. And then I asked my mom, I said, Mommy, are you okay? Ma? Then I said, Mommy, if you can the it, it's okay. Because I said, even I, I said, even I couldn't accept myself mm. for the longest time. I took half a year to mm. process. So I said, I wouldn't expect anybody else to be able to accept mm. easily. So yeah. I understand you don't have to force yourself. So I just said that. And then she unfroze herself. She suddenly like woke up and then she held my hands. And then she said, Oh, no, no, no. She said, is it the way I look just now? So I said, ah, I said, you're like, you're like, you're like, then she said, oh, no, 
，就是我亲口听你说，然后你这么诚实，然后你妈咪很感动。哎呦，妈咪很谢谢你，在学校买很，妈咪很谢谢你、哎、跟妈咪这么坦白。然后我妈咪知道这个东西不容易，然后你那么坦白，所以我还是要 process。他说我还是要就是接受，我还要想一下，就是这个东西不容易。嗯，所以不是不是。我我妈咪 OK 的 OK 的，你你 then after that 啊 ，it became I tell you of all coming out stories, I think mine is the template, the model one, the、mm. you know the dream, the really rainbows and unicorns、mm. scenario. So my mom held my hand and then she said, "You 还是我的孩子啊。<laughs> ”你还是同样的晚仇啊！你还是晚仇啊！你在跟我讲之前，来拍戏啊 ！It's it's she all the perfect things she said the perfect things is almost scripted. Hmm. I'm sure she did a lot of homework also. Hmm. She said all the right things and she made it so easy and in a way unbelievable for me. I was like, of all the scenarios I painted, it, this wasn't in the picture. And then but based said, on your mom's character, is it characteristic of her to do that? In line, she's open-hearted, open-minded like me.、Oh. She's very liberal.、Mm. She's very willing to adopt new concepts. Okay, okay. Yeah, but she also has a traditional conservative side. Yeah.、Mm. So she held my hand, and then she said, "Then she asked the next thing. She said, 最重要的是你开心吗 Wow. Yeah, like." Oh my god! Why you ask me this kind of questions? You then cry, ah? Yeah, of course, lah. Of course. <laughs> and and I say, "What kind of thing? What kind of thing?" But I told my mom, I say, "I don't need your mother's acceptance to be kind of thing. I'm kind of thing all along because I process this already. I have no issues with myself." But、mm. I said, "This is a cherry on the top to be able to." Be honest with you guys this way, and I say thank you for asking me the question and making it easy for me because I wouldn't know how to initiate this.、Mm. So I just 讲说，哎呀，妈咪如果会问你这个问题，一定会有心理准备的吗？对不对 ？She said all the right things, right? Yeah. Then ah,、uh, we said a lot of things, and she said all the perfect things. Ah,、uh. then here's the turning point of the conversation.、What? She said, 这样你要不要去看医生啊<gasps> ？Okay. That is very boom, 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 boom. So my heart、oh. broke. So that was when I realized, oh, she doesn't understand at all. That's why it was so perfect. So she just took a template. Those templates. I don't、answers. know what happened at that point in time. All I that that question, 要不要去看医生 just negated、sure. everything else that she said before because I realized that oh, 原来是她都 understand. She totally don't understand. That's why it, she said all these other things because she didn't even understand in the first place.、Mm. So I got so upset and very disappointed, and I asked her. I said, "Huh? You 为什么要我去看医生？你你是觉得这个是一个病是吗？嗯。So I said, 'Do you think this is a disease? Do you think I should get cured?、Oh, Do you want me to be ah?、Uh, Do you want me to be otherwise? Do you want me to change? Okay. So I was upset. Yeah. Okay. So here's another boomerang she threw me.、Uh. She said. Oh, 没有，不是病。妈咪不要你去治，妈咪是要你去 confirm。你要不要去 confirm？ <laughs> 你去见医生，然后医生可以跟你 confirm 你是 gay。<laughs> okay, then, then it became a joke again. Then again another pivot to the conversation. I was like, wow, wow. I said, 妈咪，你要不要 confirm？ 真的是不懂。Yeah,、uh. I said, 妈咪，不用 confirm 的。我说你要不要 confirm 你喜欢男人？<laughs> 我说妈咪，你要不要 confirm 你喜欢男人？他讲说不用啊，我是喜欢男人呐、啊。我说这样一样的，我不用 confirm 的。他讲哦哦哦哦，我说好，我们讲哦，不用不用不用就好，你自己知道，我只是不要你 blur。他说他不要我 blur confuse。Then after that， 他又在讲，这样你要小心哦，你出去外面你要你要玩的话，你要戴套哦，你要小心哦，你不要乱乱玩哦。然后我就讲说妈咪，我没有乱乱玩。他说你们不是很喜欢乱乱玩的吗 ？It's okay 的。啊！你们可以乱乱，但我觉得，我 my that of course I was like my head was blown having this conversation with my mom. 
So anyway, that night, what happened was, um, then we hugged. Mm. Um, I I hugged her and I felt this weight off my shoulder. Mm. Like the last weight that I was carrying, it totally slid off. Wow. Then of course, at the end, I asked my mom, I said, oh, now that I've come up to you, do you think that I should have this conversation with Ama? Because mm. I say I love Ama so dearly oh. and I would love Ama to, I would love what we just had with Ama, you know? <laughs> no, very funny, uh, my mom. So my mom actually said, don't shove this down her throat. Um, it doesn't matter. Ama is a Who knows? Who knows? Couple of weeks later when I went home, yeah. we were sitting after dinner in the living room and we were watching some SBC TCS drama. La. Then it's about this boy-girl relationship. Yeah. Then my ama started making commentary like very loud in the house like for, for me to hear like that. Uh. No? But she said it very loudly. She said, ใช่ใช่ที่ฟ้าเฮยเนาะชีสิทธิ์แต่อามาโนสนี่นี่ก็มันปุยองคําออกจากอามาเนาะสวยอามาเนี่ยอามาเนี่ยอามาเนี่
Really 啊 ？But because my dad don't know how to express himself. Oh, so he used the word 变态 So he used the word 变态 I think what he was trying to say is like you are out of the norm. Oh, 跟别人不一样 Yeah, but he never had、mm. any malice. Like、mm. it's not like he said, "Oh, you 变态 Like this is sick. Yeah, but、uh. he never like chased me out of the house. Right. Like say, "Oh, you should stop this." Ah,、uh, no, no, no. But he was just like he didn't know how to do. Oh,、it. I forgot to tell you there was this other amazing、mm. thing that my mom did. Right. So you know you always hear horror horror stories when people come out to their parents and the parents yeah, the will parents, disown the kids,、yes. kick them out. Right. So、mm. there's a lot of um, especially when not financially stable. Yeah. That's one of the biggest fear, right? Then what, right? Yes. But my mom during the conversation that night, she actually held my hand、uh. and she said, "Mummy, I'm very sorry. This is not Mummy and Daddy's responsibility. Ah. So she thought that the fact that my dad, trauma, yeah, trauma. She said, 'Is it not? She wants to assume responsibility, which is so beautiful. Yeah.'" Because you know you you never coming out lah.、Uh, you always see parents walking out on、uh, you know chasing the kids out, right? You never see the kids storming into a parent's room and say, "Mummy, I hate you. You two made me gay.、Mm. You two gave me a such a hard life.、Mm-hmm. Why did you give birth to me this way? Yeah, I want to disown you. Yeah, you don't hear kids doing that to their parents. Why do their parents disown the kids?、Mm. So my mom was the exact. Opposite. She wanted to assume a responsibility, and I told my mom. I said, "Mummy, I think he has got nothing to do with this. Was I traumatized? Was as a kid? Was I hurt? Yes, but I don't think there's so many reasons I could be nurtured this way. I could be natured this way, or whatever.、Mm. But it doesn't matter. Yeah, really. At the end of the day, I'm who I am.、Mm. It doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah. So my mom was so sweet, lah. She was the perfect mom that night. Really? Yeah. I think she did a lot of homework, <laughs> and she did a lot of like shenhua. You know, because she she's a Buddhist and she chants a lot,、oh. and she she reads a lot of this kind of like dhammas and stuff, dhamma talks and stuff.、Mm. So she、uh, she worked on herself, and、mm. and she has friends who have lost kids who took their own lives because, because they couldn't yeah reconcile or they were disowned and stuff like that, and they got into so much grief they actually kill themselves.、Mm-hmm. So I think my mom realizes that this is the worst way to lose a kid. Yeah, it is. It is really at the end of the day, it really doesn't. Everything else doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Yeah, as long as you're happy. Yeah. Yeah. Correct.、Mm. Oh no, we have gone on for a while. I'm、One、looking at the time. So I'm thinking we can, you know, do split this into two episodes. Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, so, you know, <laughs> it's gonna be a bit too long, right? Yes, yes. Um. Okay. So rainbows and unicorns. Today we only talk about rainbows. Next, Next week, week we're gonna、unicorns. talk about unicorns. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, guys. Um. Let's put a pin on this topic. I actually want to hear stories. You know, like if you guys, if any one of you is hearing, you know, our sharing. Yes. And, and you have stories to share about your own coming up.、Mm-hmm. I don't know anything related to this. You know, maybe you can tell us,、mm. and then we can share your story on. I don't know the next episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah.、Cool, we welcome、right? feedback or anything that you heard so far. Please let us know. Yeah, or even your own experience. Oh, right.、Mm. But actually, cannot lah because we are recording. This episode will go out, and then we can't we can wait for responses. Lag, cannot, huh? Yeah, I think this has to go back to back. People will be wanting to hear what's next、mm. because I think the next bit, which is the tips of how you can manage this、mm. river, I think it's very important for people who、okay. are still coming to terms. Mm. Mm. True. Mm. So we can't, huh?、Mm. Unless we record like in that week after we get all the feedback. Okay lah, we roll with the punches. We'll see how. We'll But see anyway, how. we hope you enjoyed the conversation so far.、Mm. We put a pin on this, and we will come back with more for you.、Mm. So hang in there, guys. Who are struggling or feeling, um, you know, don't know、yeah. how to navigate this. We are here to help. Okay, and everything is okay. You are you are being loved. You are、yes. perfect the way you are. My、mm. kia. Okay, don't be scared. <laughs> yeah. And now for the songs. Yes, the songs. <laughs> so. 
Uh, you go first. Yes, I've been dying to play this song since we did our podcast, but I'm waiting for this episode because this is the perfect episode to play this song. It is so empowering. Mm. And when you are struggling, remember the verses in this song and reclaim all that amazing power that you have. You are perfect the way you are. Okay. Wow. You have your own deck of cards that you deal. Mm. Okay. You don't have to wait for someone to accept you for who you are. You only need to accept yourself. That is the only work you need to do. Everything else is a non-issue. So I want this song to empower you and to give you a lot of confidence mm. and assurance that you will be okay. Okay, my kia. <laughs> I think my song has a similar message also, which is that you're beautiful. Mm. You know, no matter what you are, you're gay, you're straight, you are tall, you're short, you know, you're beautiful. We are all, we are all beautiful. Yes. Yes. Although I don't want to go, <laughs> but we have to because we we're at one to. minute and five, uh, one hour and five minutes. We hope you enjoyed this uh, episode. And thank you so much for tuning in every week to be with us. Yes. See you next week. Bye. Bye. I am my own special creation. So come take a look. Give me the hook or the ovation. It's my world and I want to have a little pride in my world. And it's not a place I have to hide in. Life's not worth a damn till you can say it.
万秋，哎、欸，是你 ，very happy land。为什么呢 ？Because this person has come to the end of our podcast. This person just spent I don't know how long listening to our podcast. Yeah, so we want to thank you for sticking through the podcast. Thank you, thank you. We really, really love you guys.、Mm-hmm. I hope you feel it. Yes, feel the love. Can you feel the love tonight? <laughs> <laughs>